So I'm recording this Torah thought in the game reserve. And the first question you get asked when you come back from a game reserve here in South Africa is, did you see the big five? Where did you see the big five? How many of them did you see? When did you see them? The big five obviously being the lion, leopard, rhino, elephant, and buffalo. Well, so far I only saw two, but I saw many of them. Lots of elephant and lots of rhino. So, yeah, I'm only 40% there, but we'll get there. But that's the way most of us refer to the five animals. We call them the big five, especially here in South Africa. The big five. I was thinking about that and I was like, you know, everyone talking about the big five, there's got to be a lesson there. What really are the big five? And what big five ought we all to know? And then the answer hit me, of course. The five books of Moses. The big five. So here's my question to you. How many of the big five do you know? Have you seen? Have you studied? Have you spent time staring at it, getting to know it? As an American, and specifically a New Yorker, that nature was defined by a few blades of grass growing out of the cement by mistake. (laughs) It took me a while, it's still taking me a while, to really learn the South African appreciation of nature, and specifically of animals, where you go into a car, and you go drive into the game, and you sit and stare for hours. You wake up early in the morning, because that's when the animals are out. And you sit there meditating. And as long as the lion's there, you're there. As long as the elephant is there, you're there. And you'll see a a line of 12 cars, 20 cars, all staring at the elephant in nature. And if you're really lucky, you get to see a kill. One animal killing another. Ugh. Well, I personally have never learned to appreciate that. I find that gross on every level. I'm saying it's part of nature, but just because it's nature doesn't mean I have to enjoy it. Going to the bathroom is also part of nature. But be it as it may, um, so it is. So the question I'm going to ask you is, do you do the same thing with the real Big Five, the five Uh, books of Moshe? uh. Sit with it. Study it. Reflect on it. Get to know it. Allow it to transform you within its nature. You know, often we'll go to a shiur, we'll hear, but we'll hear somebody else's thoughts. But in a way, that's a bit unnatural. It's like when people tell you you go to a zoo versus a game drive, or when you go to a fake game park to a, then to the real game park, and then within the real you'll have all these nerds start telling you what's real and what's really real and the ultimate real. The ultimate real is allowing Torah to take you over in its natural state. You sit with a Chumash, you sit with a Gemara, you sit with a book of Chassidot, and you just allow it to take you. You don't sit there asking yourself, what's the relevance? What's the point? You know, as an American, as I mentioned, I'm not natural in this in this environment, so often... 
my mind will go when they're sitting and staring at the game, like, what's the point of this? Okay, I could just look at the... I could go to a zoo, I could go to Google and just see a million pictures of rhinos. So what? But for somebody who appreciates it, that's ridiculous. What do you mean? Over here you're seeing them in their natural habitat, you're observing God's beautiful world. And I would say the same thing as learning. When you're sitting and learning, and the whole time at the shear or while you're learning the book, you're asking yourself, what's the point? What's the point? What's the message? Why is this relevant? It's like the person who has no appreciation for nature saying, what's the point? I'm just staring at a tree. I'm just staring at, a, at, at an animal. That's the point. The point is to, to allow it, to, to give you the gift of nature, to allow it, you know, to allow it to give you its serenity, its beauty, its majesty. So can't we do the same thing for Torah learning? This Shabbat, we're starting number two of the Big Five. The Big Five being Bereshis, Genesis, Shmos, Exodus, Vayikra, Leviticus, Bamidbar, Numbers, Devarim, Deuteronomy. This Shabbos, we start the second of the five. This book focuses on the exile of Egypt, the redemption of Egypt, and the building of the Mishkan, building of the first holy temple in the desert. So, ask yourself a simple question. Will you get to know it? Will you spend time with it? Not only by going to Shir, although Shir is great, or listening to the daily podcast of the Chumash, which I highly recommend, especially because I give it, but um, by just getting to know it, by sitting with it, opening a Chumash and just allowing the narrative, the law, whatever comes your way, to take you over. And stop asking that question, is irrelevant. When you watch a movie, do you ask, is it relevant? When you eat food, do you ask if it's relevant? No, it just is. It's, it's, it's what you do. Torah is what you do. It's not an inspiration book. It's not a book of quotes. Torah Chayim, it's the Torah of life. It's nature. Just like nature was created by God, Torah is created by God. Deeper than that, we're told that God looked at the Torah and used it as a blueprint for the world. So nature is a reflection of Torah. Torah is the real deal. You want the best? Take a game drive. And then when you're sitting and staring at the animal, open up a Chumash, open up a Gemara, and get both. Get Torah in nature. Because ultimately, yes, this is God's beautiful world. But a, a real architect... A person who really appreciates beauty wants to see the original design, the plan. Who came up with this? What's the point of this? Why did God create such a beautiful world? What's the message? What's he trying to tell us? And as I stare at the beautiful mountains here in Peelensburg, I remember the beauty of God's world. I notice it, I see it, and I wish to open his beautiful book and see the why. This is a God's beautiful world. Let's get to know its purpose. Shabbat Shalom.